You know what that sound means. Welcome to the most interesting part of your day. An exciting episode of the Metaphysical Mysteries with your intrepid hosts, Dr. Terry Trubla and Tom Greenhall. Always finding the seekers in this world and reporting it directly to you, the free and the brave. We encourage all of our fans to check out our website at www.themetaphysicalmysteries.com where we have more content and reference items, links to many of our amazing and cutting-edge guests. We are excited to have you with us again. And as you know, this is the must-do podcast for anybody who is anybody in the metaphysical field. We cover everything from ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, amazing healing sciences, and leading technologies that are simply the coolest. We'll bring in researchers, doctors, and authors, and give you content that you cannot get anywhere else. Check out our latest merchandise and proudly wear and use the Metaphysical Mysteries clothing and accessories. Now, on with our next episode. Good day, folks. Hey, this is Dr. Terry and Tom, and we are here with the Metaphysical Mysteries podcast with another exciting episode. And remember, this is the most interesting part of your day. I'm very happy to have with us today, Barry Shore from the Barry Shore Show. And he has a huge following. He is also known as the Ambassador of Joy. And uh, Lord knows uh, Tom and I could use a little joy, that is for sure. And so Barry, hey, you know, you're out there on the West Coast, but thanks for taking some time with us today. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good looking people and the wonderful Terry and Tom. How can I make the categorical statement that all the tens of thousands, maybe millions of people that are going to be listening to this are all good looking? Because like you said, by definition, if they tuned into the Metaphysical Mysteries show, they're always looking for and finding the good. That's a good looking person looking for and finding the good in life very good tommy you have any introductory stuff <laughs> and i don't know if i could talk that i'm not that uh entertaining on that level then all well, i, I just want, you I want is to mention yeah. something that you guys taught me and when i said my phrase about beautiful bountiful beloved immortal beings well hello is there any more place where we can talk about this than this show you know immortality the this like you say oftentimes there is just bag of bones. I happen to like my bag of bones, but the point is that we are immortal beings in the real sense. Nothing stops us. We are souls experiencing life fully. So that's why I'm really, really humbled and honored to be here with us today and sharing the reality of what we're just talking about. Well, I, I want you to know, I got the email and I, uh, up to you a little on your uh, shirt game plan. <laughs> uh, this shirt brings a little joy to folks when they see me in it. So I, uh, I threw it on, thought it would be good. It would. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell us uh, our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, how you came to have the Barry Shore show and, and, you know, what it's all about. Okay, I'm happy to do so because we are people who live in joy daily and let me just share, we're going to, on this particular segment, we're going to talk about the three fundamentals of life, because that's what we work with. 
The three fundamentals are number one, life has purpose. You lead a purpose-driven life. And number two happens, which in this case is a good number two. And that means you go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. When you lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. Terry and Tom know all about that. That's what they dedicated their lives to. And the third fundamental is to uncover and unlock the power and the secrets and the mysteries of everyday words and terms. Simple example, WWW. Right now, this show is being carried around the world and on the internet. People ask, if you ask somebody, what does WWW stand for? They'll invariably tell you it's to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And what a, is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. So whenever you see WWW from now on, you say, yeah, metaphysical mystery show, he said, what a wonderful world. And when you hear those words, you think of that song by Louis Armstrong, Zatchmo, and right away, what do you do? You smile, you can't help it. Now, smile is one of the most important words you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Every day. You know, just uh, right now, thank God, I'm... Uh, back speaking with people, not just webinars, but in person. And mm -hmm. I gave a beautiful webinar just recently, uh, 1,173 people in the audience hugging and doing things. You know, the masquerade is over, the whole craziness, that panic, forget that, gone. And people are raising their hands when I talk about seeing miracles in life every day in my story. And people raising their hands say, hey, very sure, very sure. I've been up for hours, right? I haven't seen any miracles, they're challenging me. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water to drink. You have food to eat. You have a place to sleep. You have family, your friends. Every single one of those is a miracle, right? What's the simplest proof? A million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're listening to this or watching this, unless you're in the metaphysical area we're talking about, you're here, you're alive. You have an obligation to live exuberantly. So here's a story, a little bit about my background. Imagine the following, 55 years old, hale and hearty, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening be in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed and not from an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease, which I never heard of the day before, took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic, which in the simplest terms means nothing in my body moved from my neck down, completely, totally paralyzed. All I could do was communicate with my blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over it by myself. I was in a wheelchair for four years. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven foot walking wand, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile. And in my life, seeing miracles in life every day, I've seen them every single day. But I got to tell you the best part, a little cute, cute story. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it, smile, smile. It sounds the same, why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. 
<laughs> in eight-year world, out of the mouth of babes, as we say in the Bible. What was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. So I had to rethink my life. I was, prior to the being paralyzed, thank God, been very successful in business, had several businesses, two of them I sold to public companies for multi-millions of dollars. I had three uh, U.S. patents issued. I am married for 45 years now. At the time I became paralyzed, married at 27 years, have a son, uh, wonderful grandsons, two of them, ages five and a half and two and a half. I mean, life is grand, but you got to be able to see it. And then being paralyzed overnight, you might say, well, gee, what do you do now? Well, I'll tell you that as we go along, because it's part of a great story, but it all depends on how you have your perspective and how you shift your perspective from saying, oh my gosh, what's going on? Into a higher level, a higher vibration, which is what you guys work with all day long, right? Higher vibrations. Exactly. Well, we end up, uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, obviously, if they're tuning into the metaphysical mysteries, they are open to things that are above physical. That's really what metaphysical means, above physical. Um, you know, we talked about uh, the Bible there briefly. Um, and, you know, uh, almost everything there is above physical, most psychic book ever written. And um, when we look at the things that are above physical, I mean, is there anything that you've had? I mean, you obviously you've recovered uh, tremendously from what you had, maybe not at 100%, but what above physical things do you attribute your, you know, miraculous comeback to? Thank you. Thank you for asking, because I'm going to share this with everybody listening. Again, so many people all around the world. Three things. PTL. Now, some people think, praise the Lord. Okay, praise PTL also stands for that. But three modalities. One, prayer, no question about it. Number two, therapy, physical and mental. And number three is love. <laughs> love, the highest vibrational element in the world. Let's talk about the prayer first. Prayer is, yes, not just me praying, gee, I want to get better, please, dear Lord. People praying for me. Mm -hmm. the, the prayers that were said for me and with me and about me from people, thank God, all over the world. Friends and then friends of friends and friends of friends heard about it. I mean, imagine, you know, this guy who's pretty dynamic and standing up in the morning doing stuff. And all of a sudden they heard that he's what? He's paralyzed? He can't move? <laughs> he's a quad? Duh! Prayer coming in. By the way, it's often more difficult to accept prayers than to give them of yourself. But lots of prayer. Therapy, hello, quad, I can't move. People moved me for years. They did things. And I'll tell you the great story about being in the water in just a moment, because that's really where this gets exciting and fascinating. And love. To be able to accept the love of people, I'm telling you, it's harder to accept that, that unconditional pouring forth of love. And I'm not talking for a day or a week or a month. I'm talking for years, because I'm paralyzed for years. You, if you're watching this right now, you're saying Barry's moving his arms and he's doing this and that. I can't get up from this chair. I have to push on the arms and eh, I struggle to get. So from the waist down, I'm pretty much paralyzed. 
my feet don't move up and down like you can't I can't uh, wiggle my toes or anything like that in 17 years okay so therefore what <laughs> it's being expansive right well let's talk about a great idea not just an idea reality so <clears throat> home from the hospital I told you can't even move they put me in a wheelchair threw me outside I was living in Southern California at the time and uh, my neighbor, one of my neighbors comes running over and says, I heard what happened. Don't worry. I'll have you out of this chair and walking in a year. Wow. I mean, I'm listening. I'm all ears. When the doctors told me, you're never going to walk again. You know, we can help you. And I didn't say to the doctors, well, you don't know what you're doing. You know who you're dealing with. You don't do that. He just, okay. That's your ability. And they try to do it in their best bedside manner, which is less than loving. But that's another story. So my friend comes running over and says, I'll have you up and walking. Okay, I'm listening. He, he said, I'm the best aquatic therapist in the world. Now, when somebody makes a statement like that, guess what? I'll believe you. <laughs> because it's coming from his being. Not just a physical. I'm the best aquatic therapist. What is aquatic therapy? It means they put you in a pool. Because in the pool, there's no issue of falling, weightless. I mean, I can tell you guys over the years, I've fallen down a number of times. Gravity is real. If you didn't believe it before, I'm here to tell you gravity is real. And when you fall six foot, go down, whoo, that hurts. And you can break stuff and think a fracture. Anyway, in the water, you don't have to worry about that. Gets me in the pool with his people and make the story so very long. So I'm going to just give you the highlight because it's going to really expand your mind. Uh, <clears throat> put flotation devices on my legs, flotation device on my tummy and on my legs. And they start moving me around because I can't do anything. Just protoplasm, right? Right. But after the course of months and about a year and a half, almost two years, one day I put my arms over my head. <laughs> I did it. And then the other arm and I moved. So I was actually doing a backstroke. I was swimming. I did that three times and bing, I hit my head against the side of the pool. And it hurt. And I said, yay, because I did it. And I went to the other side of the pool and I swam. I didn't stop. It was November 18th. I remember exactly the day. I didn't stop for 98 minutes. Wow. They told, I said, they, you come here, we got to go. Now, uh, I'm not stopping until I can't move anymore. Come, I couldn't move my rest of my body. My arms are moving, right? I'm swimming 98 minutes, outdoors, sunshine. I did a mile. I swim a mile. I was a quadriplegic. Shoo! I'm flying. I mean, in my mind, right? Because you, you guys understand this stuff very well, and the people listening. So they got me out of the water. By the way, the special chairs that get you out of the water, put you in the water. I mean, just it's all the stuff that's so nice in our country, America, the greatest place in the entire world, in the world. Right. Just it, it, it defies understanding how wonderful we have, what we have here, and we must. By the way, okay, I'm going to be political. We must utilize all of our energies to fight against the negative forces that are in the country at the moment. You know, th these are malign forces. Okay, I'm, I'm off my soapbox, which by the way, I can't, I still can't get up on a soapbox. I can't climb a ladder. <laughs> That's beside the point. Well, you know, you know, I, I want to uh, go with this. <clears throat> you talked about prayer and so forth and love. And well, we had a guest on, and Tommy, you'll remember, uh, our guest talking about radionics mm -hmm. and he used um, and I'm not familiar with radionics or, or not Barry but um, radionics he transmits 
sound waves and so forth. And they actually use it for agriculture to grow, you know, corn and beans and whatnot. And he's out of um, Iowa, but they also use it for humans. And so radionics was really cool because they used a Hawaiian prayer uh, to increase all these, uh, you know, crops growing, but also it can work on people. And not only that, we have another guest that did uh, sound bathing, which in the ancient Hindu, Buddhist, and all that sort of thing, they would use the big gongs and other sounds and so forth. And uh, she has a, uh, a, a great uh, amount of success using sound bath. And it's the vibration, the high vibration dissipating the low vibration. Uh, and Michelle does a great job. And both those two are on the, on the podcast for people who might be interested or think that might benefit them if they have some kind of a health issue. Both of those, radionics as well as, and that's Marty Lucas and, uh, and Michelle, uh, and they did a great job. So I would just say, and Tommy, I don't know if you want to take it from there, but we know that the sound and light waves have a huge impact on, you know, devastating injuries and so forth. Yeah, there's a lot of science behind that because you're playing at the energetic level instead of the physical manifestation. And so a lot of times, like some of the work we've done with people, people get hung up on what they see, you know, visually with their own eyes, instead of being able to dig deeper and uh, imagine what's going on in the real world, so to speak. You know, we call it woo-woo, metaphysical, whatever, but really it's science. You know, when I remember when I went to high school, the smallest thing was an atom. Now they've blown away that mentality, but much smaller than that. And so it's just as the science is catching up with the woo, the two converging, but uh, sound is a very big and popular area of discovery right now. I know I have a device here at the house that I can take a solid, say, a medication, convert it into sound frequencies. Instead of taking the physical pill, you can listen to it and get the benefits. Kind of a weird thing. So experimenting with that right now to see the value of that going down the road. I'm happy to tell both of you that... I was an explorer before I became paralyzed. So through visualization, through sound, I love the idea of radionics because it has radio and I'm a very big fan of radio because essentially what we're doing, you know, this is called the internet, it's called podcasting, but it's really about radio. It's spreading these waves and it's using one of the great acronyms I love called SHARE. SHARE stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy. When you share, which is what we're doing, you're spreading all of this rejuvenating energy. So yes, I've been, thank God, through people and friends and relationships that I've done over the years prior to being uh, paralyzed and even in the process, had people work with me with radiology, but specifically sound healing and I can tell you one of the greatest parts of sound healing is humming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> humming by yourself. You just, and thank God I still do it every day. But when I go to Tommy, you mentioned about visualization. So I'm in a hospital bed in my own home, the special hospital bed that, that is not the hospital bed you think of with a mattress. It's an air mattress. Because one of the greatest difficulties being in a hospital for a long time called bed sores. Mm-hmm. So they have air mattresses, you avoid those. Okay, so I'm in this hospital bed. My visualization for almost two years was to be able to sit up by myself and put my feet over the edge of the bed. That was it. Nice. Took me two years to do, but I did it. 
And from there, of course, you get more and more. So I'm, I want to go to the water part because water plays such a major role in my life. So from that time, I did that one mile for 98 minutes. I said to myself, well, hello. If I could do it once, I could do it again. Duh. So I swim. I begin swimming two miles a, day, a week. And I said, we can do two, I can do three, because I'm perseverant. I did three. I did four. I did five. And it took me another year or so, but I was able to get on my tummy, like Tommy, on my tummy. And I had flotation devices on my legs. They didn't have to have them on my tummy anymore. And I used paddles for my hands because my fingers don't close. It's like they think it's arthritis, but it's not. This way I am because of the stuff. But thank God I have my hands. I use a snorkel. And I now swim two miles a day, six days a week. I've been doing that for more than a dozen years. As of today, whatever the date on our podcast is, I think oh, end of August in the year of 2022, I have 8,697 miles, more than a third of the way around the world. And my goal is to swim around the world, by the way. Now, if I had to do it by myself, I'd be 115. But I'm doing it with some on a team basis. Team, of course, stands for together everyone achieves miracles. So we're going to be swimming around the world. And God willing, one of my team members is, who's the most famous swimmer in the world? That's right, Michael Phelps. Nice. And hopefully, Good for you. And hopefully also Lenny Kaselberg, who's a four-time gold Olympic medalist, and a few other people. And together, we each swim two miles a day and 500 miles a year, and we accomplish in four years around the world. <laughs> Quadriplegic. What I'm saying to everybody, because you know this better than anybody, guys, it's what's in the mind that makes the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, and is there anything that you could tell folks? I mean, some of the folks we deal with, um, you know, they're going through a dark time. There's, there's no question about it. And we both do certain kinds of therapy and so forth with with individuals from all walks of life uh, going through challenges. And of course, with our law enforcement background, um, we get it. I mean, we, we've dealt with it for 30 years. And, and you know, you talk about sound waves and think, I mean, Tommy's got a, a, one of our degrees, besides both have degrees in law enforcement, one of his degrees is electrical engineering, mine's in the telecommunication management. Uh, uh, you know, so we get all the sound waves and the light and stuff. That's, that's fantastic. But, um, and I think, vibratorily that's huge uh, as the coming years comes on but what would you what would you say to folks that are going through a challenging time any anything that's helpful let's discuss the most frequently searched word in the internet and the one that affects every human being on the planet ready stress or as barry Shaw says stress so we're going to look at it in two ways I want to tell everybody first, not tell, I want to share with everybody first. My handle is the ambassador of joy. Here's what joy stands for. You ready? The acronym. Journey of you. Journey of you. We're all in this journey. When you can understand who you are, by definition, you'll be living in joy daily, no matter the circumstances. Let's take a look at stress and unpack it. So stress is a fascinating word, S-T-R-E-S-S. -S. Of course, you have to have some stress because you're going to, you can't build a muscle without stress. Duh! No, I'm swimming two miles a day, six days a week. 
And you look at me without my shirt and you say, wow, Arnold, move over. Okay. <laughs> but the ability to do that is quite amazing. That's, that's some stress. You need it. You want it. Let's talk about that other stress, that chronic, everyday gra grabbing at you and trying to pull you down using the amygdala part of the brain and not your prefrontal cortex is where you really want to be and just feeling expansion. So stress is an acronym that stands for stomach turning reality, enabling self-sabotage. Ah! Do you know what happened? I lost my job, I might lose the house. My cousin committed suicide. The kids are going crazy. They're not in school. The country's falling apart. <laughs> now people either do that on the outside or that's how they feel on the inside, right? You may be smiling, but on the inside they're dying because of stress. I mean, let's be blunt again, law enforcement, firefighting situations. Hello, you're on the front line of stress. That's what you signed up for kids. Let's take a look at the Barry Shore way of looking at stress. Fantastic. Stomach. Yeah, I, I know, uh, you know, Tom and I have both been involved with firefighting and EMT work and police work and dive rescue work. And so we've, we've had all the four feathers that are out there, <laughs> pretty much done all that. And uh, we're now, you know, shifted over in our careers using the same skill sets uh, to assist people that are in a more metaphysical problem and stress clearly uh, comes right up to the top very quickly in most settings. And, yes. I, and I really believe that once they get a handle on what is really their perception of a problem and they rework that into a, a positive, which it can be, you're allowed, you're allowed to be down for a moment but just, Hello, just, yeah. just enough you to get did. your your bearings about you, you know, and you can start to then put it together correctly. And that's what the problem is that they, they lack a skill set and they just haven't been exposed to it perhaps because of their upbringing or whatever. Um, and uh, so I don't know if there was any skill sets that you think would be helpful yes. for somebody so like I'm that. Gonna, we're going to give you three practical, usable right today tips. I want to take a look first at the Barry Show way of looking at stress. Ready? Same word, S-T-R-E-S-S, -S -S. stomach turning reality. Yes, you may have lost your job. You may lose the house. Your cousin did commit suicide. Kids are going crazy. The country's falling apart. Enabling self-success. What? Yes, because the six most important words that you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life make all the difference in what happens. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny how you respond, how you choose to respond in any given situation will help determine what's happening in your life. Does stress become an enabler for self-success or self-sabotage? People ask me, by the way, because I'm so there and out there inside. What? Barry, have you ever had a bad day? So I can answer honestly, truthfully, not since the age of 12. Now I'm 73 chronologically, 61 years. See, well, that's not possible. You're right. I've had some difficult moments, but I'm not going to let it be the whole day. You get up, you go out, you're walking, you're doing things, you get in the car, and you get a flat tire. <laughs> the day is ruined. The day? You have AAA maybe or something like that. You get it fixed. And something. The day is ruined. No, you had a tough time for a moment. 
and it's how you choose to respond in any given situation. So let's take a look at three practical things that you can do right now. It's going to make a difference in your life. It's going to change your life for the better. Ready? Number one, in Terry and Tom, you're going to laugh out loud. You're going to get up from your chairs. You're going to run around the house naked, shouting joy. When I tell you, number one, breathe. Breathe. Hey, guys, are we in sync or what? Breathe. Okay, here's what happens. People say, well, of course I'm breathing, Barry, I'm alive. That's just up here breathing. I'm talking about deep diaphragmatic breathing. Now, the difficulty with this is that most people can't, not most, 99% of people can't spell diaphragm. They don't know where it is. So I say tummy breathing. What you're gonna learn is to just breathe in through your nose, into your tummy, and out through your mouth slowly. Takes maybe 12 seconds, 15 seconds. And you do this four times in a row. And by the end of that minute, maybe less, you will be consciously calm and aware. So when you're breathing this way, you can now approach any situation, any situation. As you guys teach, you have to first stop think, and then respond. Breathing is the human aspect that enables the mind and the heart to unite and create that vibration that will allow you to respond positively, purposely, powerfully, and pleasantly, no matter the situation. And I'm talking about being paralyzed overnight, ah, or you're 30 meters, not 30 meters, you're 50 feet down, and with scuba equipment and you, it, it, it doesn't work anymore. You can't breathe underwater. Well, but if you've been trained by Terry or Tom, then you know how to approach a situation. You breathe, you have to stop. So breathing is number one. And by the way, it's all on my, web, my website and my YouTube, I teach for free because I want people to learn how to breathe. You do this every day, twice a day, once before noon, once afternoon, take a minute and Guess what happens? And the call, you do this 11 days in a row, but the 12th day, you are consciously calm and aware and you never want to stop. Okay, that's number one. Number two, to relieve stress, to live in a world where stress enables you to be successful is to practice gratitude. Gratitude is the most powerful emotion. It has the longest shelf life. We all know people who have been helpful to us. Practice gratitude. How do you do that, Barry? Well, here's how you do it. You learn to say thank you three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. I'm not saying, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. That, that, those we do. That's like shallow breathing, right? I'm talking about saying thank you, maybe to your wife or a spouse or somebody you don't like. <laughs> thank you three times a day, because thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. Kindness. Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, read in his writing, be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. That's who we are. We're human beings. We are the conduit of good, a cog, a child of God. When you channel that consciously and conscientiously, you change the vibration of the world. You change it for yourself, your family, your friends, and all living beings. Nothing in the world can stop the vibration of love. Am I correct? Nothing. Correct. Nothing. 
Okay, that's right. number two. Practice gratitude. Thank you three times a day, consciously, conscientiously, from now and for the rest of your life. You'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. I guarantee it. Or your money back. Okay. Number three. Learn to love dog poop. Did Barry Shula say dog poop? Yes. Learn to love dog poop. Dog poop is a fabulous acronym that stands for doing of good, power of one person. Actively, consciously, consciously doing of good for somebody. Knowing you. And guys, <laughs> I'm humbled to be on your show and to be with you. You're in service every day. You've been in service for decades. You're in service. Law enforcement, firefighting, EMT training. I mean, stuff. That's doing good. But you recognize, maybe more so than most people, the power of one person. One person. When, when a person recognizes that he or she has the power to be positive, purposeful, and pleasant in life, and you use that to reach out to another, to another, to another. You'll never have a negative thought. You'll be a channel of goodness. You're a cog, huge, important part of the machinery, child of God, and there's nothing in the world we create together when you learn to love dog poop. We create a tsunami of goodness. Nothing stops it. Impossible. That's the way the good Lord made the world, right? So when you walk by dog poop sometime soon, and you'll always see it, even if you have to pick it up from your own dog, you tell your friend, wow, I love dog poop. You say, what are you talking about? Well, I was on, uh, you know, metaphysical mystery show, and I was listening, I had this guy on it, Barry Shore, he's talking about love dog poop. What's that all about? Well, it's a great conversation starter, right? And it will help you lessen your stress and allow you to channel it to become you stress for self-success. So breathe deep, practice gratitude, and learn to love dog poop. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. What do you think of that, kids? Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like fun to me. Uh, you know, you've had a show for quite some time, and you have a big following. Has there been uh, any feedback that you've got from your viewers that, you know, was a little bit inspirational or that you really had the opportunity to help somebody that, uh, that, you can, that comes to mind? I am honored, humbled, actually, to tell you that <clears throat> I've been blessed to begin 22 years ago. So this is before I became paralyzed. Something called the Keep Smiling Movement. Now, the Keep Smiling Movement is not just that people put a smile on their face. It's a card. So you'll both be getting in. You'll hang it up. People go to the website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, and you'll see some very, very famous people holding up the Keep Smiling card. Well, we've been blessed to give out more than three and a half million cards around the world, 27 languages. Okay, all very nice and wonderful, right? And it helps people. Let me tell you a story. In this story, I have at least 22 others that are like it. Her name is Heather. She was, grew up in New England, Tom. Um, I won't say where, but it was close to New Bedford. <laughs> it was inside baseball stuff. Uh, and this happened a number of years ago. She was 22 at the time and she was checking out. 
made decisions checking out. She had gone around in her play town that the tallest building was 13 stories high. And she found that particular building that had roof access because, you know, they lock a lot of the stuff, right? I mean, you guys have probably dealt with this kind of stuff. So it's <clears throat> a so Monday morning and it's deep in December and it's cold and it's raining and snowing and it has slush on the ground. Slush is a very New England kind of word. Slush on the ground. I mean, it's dark out there and it's perfect for a Monday morning. And it's about 8.55 in the a.m. She's wearing her hoodie and she's been looking down. She has her sneakers on because, I mean, she's going. And she's walking. She steps on something. Little blue something. She says, I have no idea why I did it. But she had some words on it. So she stopped for a moment, picked it up. And the card reads, keep smiling. So she said, I put a smile on her face and said, yeah, that's quite a joke, God. Because she's going, she's checking out. At that moment, on her right-hand side, somebody walked by and said, good morning. Somebody walked by on her left-hand side. Hey, try and stay warm. Person, people come by her and saying hello and being, she said, I don't know what to do. So I was transfixed. She said, it felt like 10 minutes. It was probably 38 seconds. She crushed the card, put it in her hoodie, turned around and went home. That was a dozen years ago. She still struggles, but she's here. From a card, a keep smiling card, which again, we give out by the millions, all free. People order them physically, just pay for shipping. Right now, thank God, because of COVID. So what we did is we made it on the website. So you can just click and send them out for free by electronically by email in 27 languages and many other cards that read, did I tell you today how much I appreciate you? Another card, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about, be kind always. Stuff, remember dog poop, <laughs> doing good, power of one person. To enable a being to be on the planet, that's who we are, that's what we can do. Yes, that's what my podcast is all about. Learning to live in joy daily, no matter the circumstance. You know, you, you talked about uh, COVID and, you know, we take 80% of our communication non-verbally. And so when they had the masks on and you couldn't see their facial expression, people were sad, you know, not sad just because of COVID. I mean, that takes away from a smile, um, you know, uh, a wink and not, what it, you know, it just takes away from all of it. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I did see some masks that were produced with I'm smiling on there, you know, and that sort of thing, trying to, and that, that was a good idea because it's so critical. And I think, especially for kids, if they don't see that smile on their parents' face, on their teacher's face and their friends, um, boy, that can be just devastating. And I don't think we've actually measured yet, or even maybe have the technique to measure the kind of devastation that actually has on the psyche. I, I hope we can come out of that. I hope we will. We usually do. But still, wow, your, we don't want to go through that again. Your show is helping. Your show is the metaphysical mysteries. It's that unique blending of science and otherness to be able to bring forth the wisdom of the ages. What I call wow. You know, when people hear something they don't know how to translate or into their mind, they say, wow. What does wow stands for? Words of wisdom, words of wonder, 
you want to you touch the being. You know, you say SAD. SAD stands for stress, anxiety, and depression. Ah! Because if you're not, look at these guys. If you're watching this or if you're only listening, I'm telling you, they're smiling right now. They got big grins and their eyes are lit up because it doesn't just affect your, your mouth. It affects your eyes. It affects your breathing. It affects your whole being. The resonance that we have from this word love, living on vibrant energy is such, again, nothing to stop it. There's no wall. There's, there's no mountain. There's not, nothing in the world can stop it because that's how the creator made us. Remember, Cog, you're a child of God. You are a channel of goodness. So yes, we will not only will come out of this, we will be better for it because we're going to use stress, enabling self-success when we understand that it's choice, not chance. The panic was a was unfortunately a manufactured situation. The lockdown did not have to happen. Right. Okay, it did. Those of us who were not cowed by it, we lived our lives in a very positive, upbeat manner. And we told people about it, like you, Tom, and Terry do. And you understand that that vibrational energy will lift all of our spirits. And that's who we are. We're here to serve, right? Right. Yeah, you know, from a metaphysical point of view, there's a lot of practitioners that believe our group thought creates reality. And I think there's a lot to that and science is catching up to it. So when we thought we were done with this or a large percentage of the population thought they were done with it and they weren't going to stand in fear, that's when some of this starts going away. Now, there's a lot of other political measures that are involved had nothing to do with science at all. And we all live through that. And it's something to build from and to say, hey, we're repeating this is not healthy for anybody. And so there will be another something that comes along and we need to make sure we're not standing in fear. Fear is low vibration. If you're standing in power, you're standing in love. And uh, that doesn't take away from the, the medical truth that's out there, but it just gives you a sense of resiliency that you need to, to uh, you know, make your way over these humps that come in life. And that's part of being here. You know, we're here to experience um, humps and bumps in life and to have that contrast. You know, how do you, I always tell people, how do you know? you know, an ice cream cone tastes good and dog poop tastes bad. Because, <laughs> you know, if you tasted both of them, you're going to know real quick, one tastes good and one tastes bad. And that's a contrast, salt and pepper, sweet and sour, hot and cold. Those are things how we, how we learn. And, you know, that, that disease is uh, certainly a more complex way of learning things, but I think we did as a society. So I don't know, Tommy, if you got any comment on any of that. Yeah, I think there was a lot of lessons learned over the last couple of years. And unfortunately, there's some groups trying to push to like mask everybody up again in the schools and whatnot. And it's the toll, the psychological toll, the emotional toll. You know, we have to balance that against the physical and see what's the reality. And that's a big, big thing. Um, I want to take you back, though, if I could, Barry, um, to this resiliency concept. You know, listening to your story, obviously, you epitomize the whole concept of resiliency. And, you know, everyone always thinks it's bouncing back to where you were, but it's really bouncing back to where you were and then going beyond, right? The post-traumatic growth. So you said you made the shift at 12 years old. If we could ask you, what was the shift all about? Why at such a young age did you come to this realization? I'm happy to say it has a lot to do with what I call modeling mm -hmm. because we're all, let's be blunt. We all have, thank God, family. 
friends, environment. There's a great line that I learned uh, later in life from a friend of mine who was a, a, high, a college uh, star in a football team at a small school called Ohio State. <laughs> and his coach, great coach, one of the greatest in the history of football, taught him this great word, yaw-yaw, Y-A-W-Y-A-W. You are who you associate with. So I'm going to take it back to my mother. I grew up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, in Dorchester, actually. Dorchester, the cognoscenti. Uh, my mother <clears throat> was an amazing woman. She was born with a red wine stain in about three quarters of her face, and it was pockmarked also. So imagine, you know, we talk about bullying in school these days. Oh, there's no bullying in school, right? Well, hello, there's bullying today in our enlightened world. Imagine 100 years ago, a girl with a red wine stain and pockmarked. Ah! That's enough to make you go the other side, right? Good. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, her parents were very loving and supportive, and she was also. And um, I know this because we met friends of my mother when she was high school friends, because she kept her friends for many throughout her life. And she said, well, that's, that's who Frances is. She's upbeat and positive and powerful and pleasant. In other words, she didn't just get through it. She, it was like, it was, well, okay, that's who I am. Now what? And what an amazing idea. Now, I saw my mother without her makeup on, but most of the time she had her makeup on. But we knew because it was pockmarked also. But this woman was, <laughs> she was the essence of joy, happiness, peace, and love. So, Yes, around the time I was 12, I was being bullied at school and I was feeling angst and the stuff that I guess, you know, any normal human, right? But, and my mother didn't lecture me, she taught by example. It was just her. So I'm gonna tell Tommy a story that he'll really resonate with. There's an amazing market in the Boston area, I think it's still around, called Star Market. Mm -hmm. It's still <laughs> Or to the other people called Star Market. It went star market. So when I was growing up, there were only two or three star markets. We have one in Brookline where I grew up. <clears throat> I'll tell you a very quick story because it's indicative of what I was raised with. And I, everybody, people can say, wait a minute, I didn't have that. You got an advantage. Yes, I had an advantage, but everybody has it because you are who you associate with. You can have it in your life. So we stopped there. And one day, one of the managers came up to my mother and said, Mrs. Shore, we're going to start something called a courtesy booth. And we'd like you to be in the courtesy booth. Now, these people were actually quite smart because this goes back more than half a century. And in those days, if you went to a store, they had something called the complaint department. You know, talk about dumb. <laughs> complaints department. Well, there people who bring complaints until somebody shifted it. Remember, shift, you know, got to keep the F in there. Other, the other stuff happens. And instead of calling it a complaint department, they called it the courtesy booth. And they asked my mother to man, and they said, woman or whatever. And she said, well, let me talk over family. So we had a family meeting. We said, yeah, yeah, because we're kids. We want mommy in, in the courtesy booth, right? How cool is that? <laughs> so she did it. And thank God she did it then three, four times a week, a few hours. And what happened is the course of a couple of years already, they saw an increase in the bottom line of about one and a half, two percent. Now, in, in the market, in the grocery business, that's big time stuff. 
Now, by the time my mother finished, about seven years later, Star Market, I think 12 or 13, 14 locations. They were eventually bought by somebody else, but it was a big gig. So they gave my mother, they had a, a big dinner and they gave her a Steuben glass, you know, um, some memorial thing and big check and all kinds of story. But what was the point of it? The point of it was that you had this amazing being pouring forth her energies in always the most positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way. That's what I learned. I learned it's, it's, it's up to me. See, if I choose to be, have a mood, well, guess what? You know what mood read backwards is, Tom? What is mood backwards? Yeah, doom. Doom. <laughs> Do I want to live like that? No, I made a choice at 12 years old. Okay, fine. I was advanced on my age. But I had a model. I had my mother, my father, also a very different personality. But what a way to live. I said, this is how I want to live. So I never had a bad day after that. Okay, I had stuff. Sometimes last for an hour or two or three, you know, broken heart and all that sort of stuff. But a bad day? A bad life? Bad Come on. So I want to share with you guys, if I may, two things. I think people like this. <clears throat> so again, I work in the world of the three fundamentals unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. The word self is a lower self and a higher self. We know this, right? We talk about vibrations. The lower self stands for seeking excitement, losing focus. You know, what's the next best thing? The next thing, more of this, more of that. Seeking excitement, losing focus. That's how most people live. Mm -hmm. Once you get into the vibration of living on a higher plane, and self stands for recognizing you are a soul experiencing life fully. When you're a soul, it's mm -hmm. a different kind of life. It's a different vibration. You're living in love. You're becoming the channel now it's a whole different experience. And the most important speech that we'll ever hear, we know this guy's more than, especially law enforcement and, and fighter and everything, you need this more than anybody. Self-talk, mm -hmm. self-talk. What you say to yourself, far more important when you hear on the radio, television, all that stuff is BS, as those are my initials. It's self-talk. Now self-talk, talk we know, soul experiencing life fully, Talk stands for teaching always love and kindness. When you can speak to yourself in a soft, gentle, wonderful, loving way, teaching always love and kindness like you would do for anybody who came over to you and said, I need your help. I'm desperate. Please listen to me. The self is the most important person to speak with. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So those are things I share with people because I had a model. You can have a model, find a model. Listen to Terry, listen to Tom, never miss a session of these podcasts. Listen to my podcast, The Joy of Living. It will help you. That's what you want. Plug in to the places, it's all there. Just plug in, you know, refine that dial and just, woo, listen to that, yeah. Cool, I love it, upbeat. That's what we're here for. We're here to help each other, share, spreading happiness, and rejuvenating energy. Fantastic. Well, we are uh, we're getting towards the end of our time here. It's been fantastic to listen to you, Barry. And I know people are going to get a kick out of your show if they check you out. Um, I hope that, and we'll put all that here on the uh, 
metaphysicalmysteries.com. And so folks can go and check out your podcast. And I feel like, you know, we need that kind of podcast from time to time. You need to tune in and just listen to some positive stuff that really kind of, you know, if you get off center, hearing somebody talking about positive things and techniques to get there, that's, I think, is critical uh, in this high stress environment that we've kind of created for ourselves. It doesn't have to be that way, but people do create it. So, you know, my hat's off to you for creating that format uh, that people can go and just get that breath of fresh air that they really need, you know? By the way, can I use two four-letter words before we Sure, finish? sure, absolutely. Free gift. Free gift. I'm going to use two more four-letter words. Free gift. Giving my ebook free to people. We have a couple who is underwriting in this. They put up a lot of money and to distribute uh, up to 100,000 books now. Free. So if you just send me an email, barry at barryshore.com. That's my email, barry at barryshore.com. And just write Terry or just write Tom or just write Metaphysical Mysteries. That's a long thing, if you can remember that. It's free. I'm going to send you the ebook for free. The book is called The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy. Who doesn't want that? Yeah, free, exactly. gift, four-letter words. Exactly. You know, we, we call it the Metaphysical Mysteries, and the Mysteries part of it kind of hooks people sometimes. And we, I think we've just kind of taken the mystery out of the high stress situation here. You've given them some techniques they can use that are realistic and it's not a mystery anymore. How do we get ourselves stressed up? We, we've talked about that. How do we unstress ourselves? We've talked about that uh, and some great acronyms to, to follow to, to be helpful. And uh, Tommy, you got anything before we wrap it up? Yeah, I think people that tuned in this for this session were probably wondering the ambassador of joy. What does that have to do with metaphysical mysteries? And I think <laughs> it's, wait a minute, Tommy. It's the ultimate metaphysical mystery, right? Yes, absolutely. How do you live in joy daily, no matter the circumstances? Remember, joy is journey of you. It's all about you. This show is, no, no offense, Tommy, as great as you are, it's not about you. Terry, it's not about you. Not about Barry Shaw. This show is about you, the one listening. Why owe you? When you become the best you possible, you make the world a better place. Absolutely. Build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love. That's what we're about. Absolutely. You've made that really clear for everybody, I think, today. And I think if people followed your prescription, they would find all kinds of what traditionally they call miracles into their life as they sense that joy, raise their vibration, and become tuned into better things available to them out there. So thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Any, Barry, got any final, uh, final words of wisdom uh, that you want to impart for the audience before we close out today? If I may, I would like to do two things. I would like to embrace you, Terry and Tom, in a big hug, and it's going to extend to all the many thousands of people listening, and then to give a blessing. You ready? On the sure. count of three, we're going to do a hug. Let me tell you what hug stands for. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. On the count of three. One, two, three. And our blessing from Terry, Tom, and Barry is go forth, live exuberantly, 
spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Fantastic. Well, hey, for all of us here at the Metaphysical Mysteries, uh, we want to thank Barry for being here, and uh, and you, we'll be back. We'll be back uh, in the next month or so with another exciting episode of the Metaphysical Mysteries. Be sure to check out Barry's podcast. We'll have all that information right here on the metaphysicalmysteries.com. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Best wishes. <laughs>